Hello, you're listening to the Analysis Mason podcast. My name's Catherine Hammond and I'm here today with Matt Small from our business services team. Thanks for joining me, Matt. Hi, hi, Catherine. Great to be here. So in this podcast, we're going to be talking about ARPU trends for business-grade fixed and mobile connectivity services. And we'll take a look at some of the data from our recent business revenue tracker and try to link that back to what's happening in the market. Now, obviously, one of the big influences on uh, prices over the last couple of years has been the high rates of inflation in many countries. And we've seen in the consumer market, quite a few operators have pushed through price increases, either as one-off adjustments or as uh, regular changes that are index-linked in some way to inflation. So, Matt, what have we seen in the B2B market in terms of pricing and ARPU trends over the last couple of years? Yeah, so looking at business connectivity ARPU for operators mainly across Western Europe and North America, and um, you know not a lot of operators report kind of data relating to this, but we have seen fairly consistent consistently that the trend hasn't been great recently. So across both fixed and mobile connectivity, you know ARPUs have been more or less flat over the past couple of years. That's even before you take into account the the, you know, quite high levels of inflation that's been experienced in those countries over, over the past two years. So mobile ARPU has decreased by, you know, an average of, you know, 1% relative to, to 2021, while fixed ARPU performs, you know, a little bit better, growing at just under uh, just under 2% in, in the same time period. But then when you take into inflation that peaked, to, you know, 12 to 15%, in Western Europe in, in 2022, this has been, you know, quite a decline in, in real terms for ARPU. Yeah, real real, uh, real dips in, as you say, when you compare to inflation. So what, what do you see as the main drivers for these trends? Um, is there anything different happening between fixed and mobile services? Yeah, so looking first at the mobile segment, you know, there's a lot of pressure from large enterprise and, and the public sector, which is keeping ARPUs down. So the contracts between operators in this segment will be, you know, quite long term and, you know, most likely not going to allow any in-contract price rises, maybe. And then along with strong competition from other operators for these contracts, um, any sort of mobile price rises for this segment have been very difficult to, to push through. And that's something that Vodafone Ziggo um, explicitly mentioned in one of its recent earnings uh, releases as a reason for, for lower business mobile growth. And then kind of on the flip side of this, two operators, uh, Tele2 and Verizon, um, when they noted they had a, a quarter of particularly strong business mobile growth, they attributed this to at least partly down to either an increased proportion of SME mobile customers or just strong overall growth in in the SME segment, which kind of um, implies that you know maybe price rises are, are much easier to push through for for the SME segment compared yeah. to compared to the large corporate. Yeah, and I think that's something we've heard sort of informally from quite a lot of operators, isn't it? About the, the difficulties that they've had raising prices with those larger enterprises and the mm-hmm. public sector. Lot, lots of competition for the big contracts and uh, difficult to, to push through price increases, as you say. Definitely. And then maybe we we go over to, to the fixed connectivity market. I think it might be best to have a look at, at Proximus and They've done they've done quite well in growing their their um their fixed ARPU. It's up by about ten percent since the start of of twenty twenty one, 
and that is um, quite far above the other operators that we looked at in this time period. And they claim that's down to a few factors. One is price rises and improved price tiering, and the other is a growth in fiber connections. And um, you know, it noted that um, for, for small businesses, um, the ARPA increase is about seven euros a month higher for fiber connections compared to copper. So, what, but at the same time, a significant increase in fiber connections, you know, might not be achievable for for every operator. You know, fiber might all, already be be widespread. It does kind of, you know, show some scope of of what could be achieved for for operators potentially. Yeah. So as you say, that kind of imply applies if they are moving to a, a better service in some way, like from from copper to fibre services. So price mm-hmm. rises associated with that change. Yeah. Uh, what what about going forward then? You you said there've been some price rises, but haven't made much impact. Is is there anything? Uh, we expect in future or anything more that operators could be doing to improve ARPU? Yeah, so we might see some of these price rises flow through in the coming months as, as some more long-term contracts uh, come to an end and operators are, are more able to, the, to then you know, maybe renegotiate their prices and that could help grow, grow ARPU. And then uh, some operators, you know, Proximus, Tele2 and Vodafone, have also announced some more recent price changes, and these could, you know, give up you know, a, a further bump in in maybe start, slightly more like medium term as a uh, as as they start to flow through as well. So we, we may see you know some improvement uh, further down the line, but you know again, as we touched on earlier, these are uh, these price changes are going to be much easier to to push through in, in the SME space. You know, it's going, to, it's going to be difficult to with the competition in the large enterprise space to push through. You know, um, some quite significant price changes, but maybe some approaches operators could look at for the business space would be, you know, what's happening in the consumer space. Perhaps look to offer a, a more for more approach and uh, for their connectivity, but they definitely should be careful about um, you know applying these to, to more cost sensitive businesses. Or they might potentially drop services due to, due to price rises, which is you know, something we have seen in the consumer market a little bit. Mm, yeah. And, and I've been looking quite a bit recently at 5G business services. Um, again, it's difficult, but there is maybe a little bit of scope for, for operators to, to use some of the 5G capabilities to, to push prices up. I guess in a similar way to as you kind of migrate from copper to, to fiber, there's a, a step change in service. Um, we are seeing a few operators try to differentiate a little bit more on speed tiers rather than just um, data volumes on mobile. Um, and there's a few sort of quite interesting tariffs emerging, um, mostly in Asia, around charging premiums for allocating more network resources to a particular user or application. So, I mean, I know operators have been talking about this kind of thing for ages, um, but, but perhaps now is the time that, that they can make a, a few gains from the new 5G technology. Um, so we kind of we've talked about basic price increases uh, for connectivity and maybe there's some small gains but as you you know you made quite clear at the beginning they're well below inflation so is there anywhere else that operators should be looking to to try to improve revenue growth yeah yeah definitely as you said you know significant business revenue growth isn't going to come from an increase in in ARPU definitely not in you know, kind of any any short term or medium term 
uh, uh, time frame. But there are a number of areas that we think are going to deliver, you know, good revenue growth over the next uh, the next five years. So in the SME space, we've definitely seen that fixed broadband is an area that that can deliver good revenue growth, uh, mainly in the context of an increase in the number of connections, um, especially when looking at the opportunity that fits wireless access and play to help to help grow these connections. Um, we're expecting that um, FWA growth is going to is going to um, you know far outstrip uh, other other types of fixed broadband technologies in 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 a in in a number of markets. And I guess in terms of fixed wireless, there's yeah there's a replacement, but there's also incremental opportunities out there. So um, delivering broadband to sites like construction sites that previously wouldn't have had a connection. So so kind of whole market uplift, not just operators winning customers off each other. Definitely, I mean, well, even the case of you know some some pop up shops or maybe some uh, some seasonal businesses where FWA can can you know have an opportunity to have like a, a shorter contract than you might have for a for a similar fiber offering, so it can be you know uh, much more flexible for for business customers that that might need that flexibility. And then um, looking more at the enterprise sector, I think especially for for more maybe more mobile centric operators. IoT connectivity is going to be a very important driver for overall business revenue growth. But then, but then in general, for both segments, for SME and enterprise, we think ICT service revenue is what would generate the most incremental revenue of all services over the next five or so years. <clears throat> and while it may be lower margin in in terms of of, of delivering some more. Um, of some more like basic cloud services, uh, we think that you know operators investing in in value add services around delivering these, uh, you know maybe such as professional consulting services in 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 hybrid or, or private cloud can definitely help improve these margins whilst also significantly growing growing revenue. Yeah, that's a big topic for operators, isn't it? How to uh, how to um, sell IT and how to package that whole thing up, and it's an issue we've been looking at um, in our recent reports, and we'll we'll continue to explore in the coming months. Great, thanks for that, Matt. That was really interesting. Um, we'll put a link in the show notes to Matt's recent article that discusses some of these issues, and also a link to the latest business revenue tracker that some of the data is taken from. If you'd like to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. Thank you for listening.